Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Live Your Dream Podcast, episode 14. Five things I wish I could tell my younger self about life. I'm your host, Lena. Before I start the show today, I want to let you know that I have prepared a guide, Three Steps to Finding True Career Fulfillment. And this is my response to the question I get the most, which is, how did the successful people I've met figure out what they want to do with their lives? Throughout my career, I've been very fortunate to have met many incredibly successful people and I start to see a pattern, a consistent theme in their stories of success and how they found their calling. So if you're interested in reading about it, you can just open up your podcast app and click on today's show notes, or you can go to my website, selinalee.co forward slash episode 14. That is C-E-L-I-N-A-L-E-E.co forward slash episode 14. Also, I did an interview on my friend's podcast, Mike Kim Show. So if you're interested in hearing about my story and how I made my career transitions and what I learned from it, I'll have a link on today's show notes as well. Mike has a very popular podcast and I learned a lot from him. So please check out his podcast as well. So do you ever feel like, ah, I wish I'd known that when I was younger, it would have saved me so much time and a headache. So today, I'm sharing with you what I wish I had known many years ago, five things I wish I could tell my younger self about life. These are some of the lessons I learned over the years, many I learned in the hard way. So number one, do not worry about a problem that isn't a problem yet. Growing up, I was a kid who worried a lot. Worrying to a certain extent made me work harder, but excessive worrying definitely was unhealthy and counterproductive. I had a huge test anxiety as a student. Not many people know about this. Um, And I'd had to over-prepare for all the exams and because I knew that I wouldn't be able to perform to the best of my abilities. So you can't imagine how tough my life must have been as a student. And I was in school for a really long time, including like going to law school. And also I had to take the LSAT and the bar exam, which was like the worst. And my most scary nightmares would always be something like I'd be walking into a classroom and I'm the only one who didn't know there was a test that day. And I would just panic and wake up. And this has been a recurring nightmare for a long, long time. And now that I no longer have to take any tests, thank God, So I don't have that dream anymore. But then when I think about it, I just feel so bad for my younger self. I would always worry about doing terribly on a test even before I took the test. My worrying process would go something like this. If I fail this test, I'm going to get a bad grade in the class, get a bad GPA, and then I won't get any job and I'm going to turn out to be a failure in life. Crazy, I know, but my imagination was quite capable of taking me to wild places. And I know a lot of us have tendency to worry like this on different aspects of our lives. We worry about a problem before it is a problem. I have clients and friends who worry about not getting a job before they even apply for the job or failing in something before they even make the first step to try it out. Worrying is a normal response to uncertainty, but excessive worrying is not only a waste of time, but the negative energy makes it harder for us to focus on accomplishing the goal itself. Worrying too much actually 
makes it more likely that our worry is going to become a reality because our energy and attention is so focused on the failure. I've learned over the years why many of us feel so stuck in our lives and career, and it's because we overthink and underact. If you have already lived in your head the worst scenario of whatever it is that you want to pursue, then of course you're not going to take any action to make it happen because you're so scared that your worst case scenario that you just imagine in your head is going to become a reality. And the only way our lives will change is through action. And when you do nothing, nothing happens. So after being tormented by this excessive worrying problem pretty much all throughout my life as a student, which was a very, very long time, I came up with a simple strategy to help me cope with it. Whenever I am worried about a problem, I first ask myself, is it really a problem? Is it really true that I have failed on this test already? Well, obviously not because I haven't even taken the test yet. So why am I worried about failing on this test and then that leading to me turning out to be a failure in life? And then same thing goes to when you worry about not getting a job, is it really a problem yet? Did you already not get the job? No, because you haven't even applied for the job. So worry about the problem when it becomes a problem. You'll have plenty of time to do it then, but don't do it now. And of course, I still can't help but worry sometimes. And when that happens, I now try to do the best that I can through my actions to try to change or improve the outcome. And that is the only thing I can do, doing the best that I can to improve the odds of success in the current circumstances and the situation I am in now. Any worrying beyond that is a waste of time and actually has a negative impact on the outcome. So do not worry about a problem that isn't a problem yet. Number two, when faced with an upsetting or an annoying situation, ask, will this be a problem one year from now on? If the answer is no, then let it go. Our daily lives involve interacting with a lot of different people and we often have unpleasant experiences. There are days when we feel like as if the whole world is testing our limit and patience. But if we get upset over every single unpleasant experiences, which unfortunately is part of our lives, then there would not be enough time in a day to do the things that we actually care about. So when I'm faced with an upsetting or annoying situation, I ask myself, will this be a problem one year from now on? If the answer is no, then I try to let it go and not dwell on it. For example, the rude person on the subway or at the store or the bad customer service, which we all have experienced, or the long hold on the phone. These are definitely annoying, but definitely will not be a problem one year from now on. You probably will have forgotten it by then. So even though it's upsetting at the time, I try to not let it bother me because it's just not worth my time and attention. It's not always easy to do that, so sometimes I use a trick using my imagination, which has proven to be quite effective in taking me to wild places with my worrying problem that I told you about before. So this time, I use it in a positive way. Maybe that rude person at the post office is exhausted from caring for a sick mother and is really depressed. I know, not likely, but hey, you never know. And whether it's true or not, it helps me to feel better. And most definitely, the person who made you feel bad is not going to spend their time or the energy caring about how you feel. So 
Why should you let the person have so much power over you by spending your precious time and energy getting upset or angry? So when faced with an upsetting or annoying situation, ask yourself, will this be a problem one year from now on? If the answer is no, then let it go. Number three, wait 24 hours before sending an angry email or making angry phone call. When we're really upset, we all have that urge to respond immediately with an angry email or angry phone call. And I've done this too, of course, and I've always regretted it later. So I've implemented a rule which has prevented me from being in really embarrassing situations or regretting what I've done later. Always wait 24 hours before sending an angry email or making angry phone call. Usually after I calm down, I'm able to respond more rationally. And when I think about the situation or read that email that made me really upset the day before, I often realize that I may have misunderstood or it is not as upsetting as it seemed at first. So remember to always wait 24 hours before sending an angry email or making angry phone call. Number four, trust my intuition. Our intuition is a lot more accurate than we think it is. Looking back out of many important decisions I've made in my life, the ones I've made with my gut instincts have always been the right decisions. Scientists have shown that gut feelings are not guesswork, but we're actually accessing our unconscious memories. So when something feels right, it usually is right. When something feels wrong, even if you can't clearly say why, It probably is wrong, so learn to trust your intuition. Number five, life does not always work out the way we planned, and that's okay. Life not turning out the way we planned it is not necessarily a bad thing. Oftentimes, it's actually a good thing. Although it's disappointing at the time when something doesn't work out the way we want it to, many times it actually is a blessing in disguise. If someone told me 15 years ago that I'd be doing what I'm doing now, I'd be like, what? There's no way. I would be like, I went to law school. I'm a lawyer. But because I was open to different possibilities, I've been presented with opportunities beyond my wildest dreams. And I'm so glad my life did not turn out the way that I had planned it. Life has its own intricate, complicated, and amazing ways to work itself out. So Don't be too disappointed when you don't get that job or don't get into that school. And don't get too hung up on a result that you cannot change. And trust the journey and just keep moving forward. So remember, life does not always work out the way we planned and that's okay. So let me summarize what I've shared with you today about five things I wish I could tell my younger self about life. Number one, do not worry about a problem that isn't a problem yet. Number two, when faced with an upsetting or an annoying situation, ask yourself, will this be a problem one year from now on? If the answer is no, then let it go. Number three, always wait 24 hours before sending an angry email or making angry phone call. Number four, trust your intuition. Number five, life does not always work out the way we planned and that's okay. If you want to see the show notes for today's episode, just open up your podcast app and click on today's show notes, or you can go to my website, selinalee.co forward slash episode 14. That is C-E-L-I-N-A-L-E-E.co forward slash episode 14. And as I let you know earlier, you can also download my guide to the three steps to finding true career fulfillment on my website. 
And please subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And while you're at it, I'd really appreciate it if you can please write me a review. It will really help me to spread the word and get discovered by new listeners. For questions about my coaching or to reach out to me with any thoughts or questions about my podcast, you can also visit my website and I look forward to hearing from you. So thank you so much and I'll be back soon with another episode. Have a great week, everyone.